Hey guys, it is Rebecca Price. I hope you guys are doing great, and I hope you guys are um, are just having a great week so far. And uh, wanted to continue with our days of prayer, um, and I want to talk about something that I think is important. Uh, and I think this is really uh, something that's behind, you know, why a lot of people don't necessarily see what's going on and and, and notice things. Um, I'm in my car, so I'm going to unbuckle real quick. You might hear some, some car sounds, and I'm sorry, but this is my this is my recording studio. <laughs> it's my car. Um, so I really want to pray for, um, I was thinking about this the other day, about what to do, what what's the next step in prayer when asking the Holy Spirit, what's the next, what is the next uh, thing that you want me to focus on in prayer, that you want us to intercede over today. And the Holy Spirit actually showed me through a conversation that I had with someone. So I had a conversation with someone and recently, and they called me and actually asked me to pray for them because they said that they went in, that uh, it was two people, they went into an establishment and they got this this feeling that something was very, very wrong. It was a very bad feeling. They uh, and, and these are these people are believers, and um, they couldn't explain. Like they just said, they felt the presence of evil there, and they felt disgusting. They felt uh, oppressed, like something was coming against them, almost like being in an environment of hate, like they weren't wanted. Uh, and it was so thick that they didn't want to be there. They could. They said they could not wait to get out of that place, and yet I think they had to stay there for 45 minutes because they were getting some kind of a, a service done or something. And they they drove home, and when they got home, they still felt like they were dealing with some kind of oppressive spirit. They were dealing with some some form of oppression. So they called me and they said, "Can you pray with us and pray for us in authority uh, so that this goes away?" And what had happened is, you know, when you're a believer, uh, you, the Lord, what's great is that Jesus sends you the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit empowers you. The Holy Spirit is your counselor. Um, you, the Holy Spirit, uh, makes it possible for us to, uh, to be the kingdom on the earth and he gives us gifts. We have gifts in the spirit and, um, and the Holy Spirit is also like, I like to call a compass and a warning system. Because the closer that you grow to the Lord, the, the more time you spend with Jesus and the closer that you grow to Jesus, you begin to learn about him, who he is, and who he's created you to be. And the more you become one with the Lord and your relationship with him, the the more you hate the darkness, the, the dark side. Um, not hate people, understand you, not hate people, but you hate the kingdom of darkness because you begin to see more and more the agenda behind the kingdom of darkness. You begin to, to start to recognize the enemy more, even in places that you never thought you'd see him or you're like, now I understand what that is, or now I see why, and I can't, and, and you all of a sudden begin to have a, a great desire to follow Christ and, and for what's pure and for what's noble and for things like that. Um, and you are just almost repel, repelled and repulsed by evil the closer you get to Christ. And the Holy Spirit starts to show you this is of God, this is not of God. And so it says that you can have a gift of the Spirit called the discerning of spirits where you're able to discern uh, between 
uh, uh, between the Holy Spirit and between, you know, evil spirits. Like, you can discern in people whether they have, um, you know, whether they have a, a, a demonic influence, a demonic spirit. You're able to discern between uh, who is uh, false and who's real, things like that. At least that's, you know. Uh, so, discernment is a big thing. And discernment, I think that's a very, very uh, big thing to have. And I think everybody has a has a level of discernment. And I think that's a great thing to pray for is wisdom and discernment. God, give me discernment of spirits so that you can not only discern. Uh, because if you can discern the spirits, you can discern the enemy's agenda. And you can discern and see how he's trying to accomplish his agenda through people through spirits of whether it's, you know, deceit, witchcraft, whatever. Um, and you're able to cast those spirits off and out and you're able to war and you're able to spot these things. So what I want to do is I want to pray today for sensitivity and discernment of the spirit, because I told the people that called me, I said, well, it's a good thing that you recognize this because it shows that the Holy Spirit was pointing that out to you. You recognized in your spirit that you entered into a place that, um, had a very evil presence. It was dark. Um, the Holy Spirit was trying, was communicating to you saying this, there's something wrong here. There are things going on here that are not of God. And it was like a warning bell and an alarm bell. And, uh, and so today, one of the reasons, and I've said this before, one of the reasons I think why, uh, people don't see things is because they lack discernment. They lack sensitivity. It's one reason why, you know, people can look at, at believers sometimes and be like, well, you're so extreme. You know, why don't you watch those movies? Why don't you just, it's, it's not a big deal. Relax. You know, it's like the, um, the whole thing with Disney today and, oh, well, it's just magic. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, there's nothing wrong with witches and there's nothing wrong with these things. They're fake uh, creatures, relax. Well, no, actually, witches are real. Uh, there are covens today, and witches actually do operate. And um, and witchcraft is uh, is an agenda of the enemy. It's a spirit of the enemy. And when you begin to see how the enemy is trying to push these things onto your children, trying to push these things into your life, and trying to um, numb you to the fact that he's doing these things so that I, so that you think it's not a big deal when in reality he is trying to accomplish an agenda in your family, in your children, in the earth. Once you begin to see that, then you're like, oh, you know, I get it now. I get why that's dangerous. But if you don't have the discernment and you don't have that sensitivity to the spirit, um, to the whole, if you don't have sensitivity of the Holy Spirit to, to be able to see behind the scenes what's going on, then you're going to be like, oh, there, there's no big deal. This is no big deal. Like, why are people making such a big deal about this? And that's dangerous because then the enemy can just wreak all kinds of havoc in your life. And you're looking around and you're going, I don't understand why all of this hell has been unleashed in my life. And I don't understand why this is going on. And I don't understand what this is going on. When in reality, you've been giving the enemy access into your home and into your life through all different kind of things you didn't even know. Because you weren't aware. Because you weren't aware that... Or maybe you were aware that it's it's evil, it's not of God, it's not something that needs to be in my home, but you said, I don't care, I want it there anyway. And so, I was listening to something by a guy named Miles Monroe recently, and, uh, you know, I, I think he's a very wise, uh, wise teacher of the word, but he said that at all times, there is a war for your soul. The, the devil wants your soul, so does the Lord. And uh, there's a battle waging for your soul. And the, and the enemy is going to use anything and everything that he can. 
And and here's the thing. Hold on, I'm gonna have to probably sneeze soon. Whew, I've been um, been praying over myself and uh, battling some snottiness and colds and things like that. Ooh, excuse me. So please forgive me if I have to stop and you know and and uh, use a tissue or something like that. <sighs> please forgive me. <laughs> no, that's not professional, but. Um, but anyway, but you know, the enemy wants your soul and he's going to do, he's going to do anything. And, and here's the thing. We don't, um, we're not afraid of the enemy. The enemy is not someone as a believer that you need to fear because you have, he's under your feet. Um, it's one of these things where you don't overestimate him and, and, and act like he has got this insane amount of power because he's not all powerful. He's not God, but you don't underestimate him either. He's not an idiot either. So, um, you you just have the you have to have the right perspective about him and understand that he is an enemy that is coming after you and to be vigilant and be sober and this is why you know because some people are like well you know you don't want to see a demon around every corner well no you don't we don't as believers i don't live in fear i don't have to be afraid of anything of the enemy i don't care what it is i don't care if a witch showed up at my door tomorrow and said she's gonna she's going to try to curse me or do whatever i'll be like sister Okay, let's see who's more powerful because I've got the Holy Spirit, and the truth is, she don't want to mess with that. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not living fear. Um, but what I do is, I live in in, a, in an area of discernment where I'm recognizing uh, the enemy and recognizing the agenda of the enemy, and saying, "Oh, this is an area that he's trying to be." Because the Bible calls him crafty; he's sneaky. And we've talked about this before because in the Bible it says that he masquerades as an angel of light. In other words, the enemy is he's very sneaky and he's going to try to sneak his way into your life through things that look seemingly innocent. Um, and, uh, and if you don't have the discernment to recognize, Oh, I see what he's trying to do. Then you'll give all kinds of access to the enemy. And, uh, some people again will be like, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't see it's a big deal. We don't have to be Satan is is a joke and da 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 and everything. Well, and for those for believers who are even thinking that that's a stretch, I'm going to read a verse to you really quickly, and this is in First um, Peter five, and I'm going to bring up something that I want you to think about. So in First Peter five, and this is verse eight, it says, "Be sober-minded, be watchful." Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Um, so I want to focus on when it says, be sober-minded and be watchful. If the enemy were no big deal, why would the Bible tell you to be watchful and be sober-minded? Why would the Bible even say that? If the if if the enemy is no big deal, and we don't and 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 why would why would the Bible why would God say this? Why would He tell you to be watchful? He's letting you know, watch out! You have an enemy that's coming for you, and He compares him to a, a prowling a, a lion who is um who is uh seeking someone to devour. The enemy understand this. Satan is very real. He used to be an angel named Lucifer. And he rebelled against God and he was cast out of heaven. And now he's, you know, he's roaming the earth seeking who he may devour with his army of, of uh, angels that followed him and are now demons. Um, but uh, the enemy, he has a mission. He has an agenda. 
and uh, it says that he is seeking someone to devour. The enemy is not playing games. He hates you. The, the Satan hates you. He hates you because you're made in the image of God. He hates God. And he's angry because he couldn't defeat the Lord. He tried to, he tried to wage war against God and he failed. And, and now he's trying to rage, wage war with his children um, and come against the children of God. But we all know, according to Revelation, I mean, he, he, he fails. Like, we, he's under our feet. He's just going to fail again because you can't take out God. You can't remove God from the throne. God is God forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, so he's not somebody you can dethrone. Uh, but that doesn't mean that Satan's not going to try, right? Because he's just, that's just who he is. Um, but he's, this is showing that he's not playing games. If the Bible tells you, watch out, be sober, be vigilant, watch, watch for this. It's sending you a warning signal and saying, pay attention. Pay attention to this because this is important. Pay attention because you have a very real enemy out there that is seeking to devour you. He wants to destroy you. And this is what people who are in Satanism and in witchcraft and who, who serve Satan, uh, you know, I mean, who, who, are, who worship Satan directly and, and, and uh, are proud of it. This is what they don't understand is Satan wants to, is, wants, is destroying them as well. He wants to drag them to hell. And so they think that they have power. They think that they operate and, you know, and that there's, and that there's this special, but what they don't realize is Satan hates them as well. Satan hates them. He absolutely hates them and he's going to do it and he's going to destroy them as well. People that harbor demonic spirits who, you know, I've said this before, people that harbor Jezebel spirits and they, and they, they spend their lifetime trying to uh, manipulate people and control people and all of these things. And they, they think that they operate with power, but what they don't realize is this power that they feel like they operate in. First of all, it's defeated by the blood of Christ uh, and can be cast out and cast off. Uh, but second of all, is the, in that the that while harboring that spirit of witchcraft, you're destroying your own body. Have you ever seen? I've seen uh, people. It's specifically about the the about witchcraft. Is um, I have seen witches, and you know it's interesting because in uh, um, I guess in um, books or in, you know, movies or whatever, uh, witches have been depicted as old hags. And then some people are like, well, I don't see why, because I've seen people in witchcraft that are young and da, 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 da. And what I believe from what I've seen is that the, because that, that spirit slowly eats away at your soul, it decays your soul. You're literally becoming death when you harbor that spirit and you operate in that spirit. That is what that spirit looks like. It's a hag spirit. I've literally seen people that are practicing witches that look like walking death. I'm not even kidding. And I'm not even talking about the goth look. I'm talking about they look aged. They look old. They look haggish. Um, and that is because that is it is that wicked spirit that they're harboring and they're operating in is destroying them. Demonic spirits destroy the host. They destroy the host. Whereas the Holy Spirit, when you invite the Holy Spirit to live in your life, you are full of life and life ever. Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly and that you are filled with living water. And God is, um, he's the alpha, and the omega. And he is the bread of life. God is life. 
He breathed into Adam the breath of life. He's life. And that's the difference between the uh, the uh, kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. is life and death, literally. Because when Adam and Eve were in the garden, I know I'm going off a little off a little bit. But when Adam and Eve were in the garden, he said, don't eat from this tree because when you do, you will surely die. <coughs> death will affect you. You're giving access to death. And so, um, anyway, hold on, I got to blow my nose real quick. Uh, again, forgive me, I know I'm sounding like an elephant, uh, but got to do what I got to do. Anyway, so, all of that being said, um, you're not going to see the, these things, whenever people talk about the spirit realm and they talk about demonic spirits, it's going to sound crazy to you unless you have discernment of the spirit, unless you're able to see it. And a lot of people, um, you know, they, they think that when they think of somebody who is demonically influenced, they think about somebody that is absolutely crazy running around with a knife, crazy eyes, crazy hair. Yeah, absolutely. That absolutely that can happen. And, and that's happened before. But not necessarily. There's all kinds of things at work. For example, a Jezebel spirit, a, a spirit of witchcraft that's very seductive, manipulative, controlling. They often operate, that spirit will often operate in a person that is very beautiful, very attractive. I've seen this many, 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 many times in my life because um, I've encountered it many, many times. And the reason is, is because that's a seductive spirit. So it uses... It, when it whenever a person gives it access uh, it operates within those people as, as a as a way to seduce uh, sexually you know things like that I mean there's there's demonic influence there are people that are demonically influenced that you wouldn't even it, it would sound crazy to you if I mentioned it to you but then but it, once you have discernment of the spirit you're able to see that because you're able to sense in the spirit like oh you know, I, I'm, it's almost like a, a Snapchat filter sometimes. Like, you'll be talking to a person, but you'll see something and you're like, ah, I'm not, something's not quite right. Or the Holy Spirit will say, pay attention to this or pay attention to this person's fruit because they may be saying this, but you're seeing this. So I think one thing that's important for us to pray about uh, today that I'm going to pray is that we have sensitivity of the Spirit. For discernment of the spirit. Ask God to give you sensitive spirit to the enemy. And here's and here's the thing. That you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But that you're also discerning of the enemy. And discerning of the enemy's agenda. Uh, so you can better protect yourself. You can better protect your kids. You can better uh, make others aware. Look, you know, you don't need to do this. Look, you don't need this. You know. And uh, there have been many times in our marriage where my husband will say, I don't like this person watch out for them, you know, and I may not sense something, but he sensed something. And then later on, God will reveal. And he's like, Oh, you know, the Holy spirit was, was trying to, to warn me through my husband even. So, um, and vice versa, that's happened many times before, but that God, um, makes us sensitive so that we know we begin to see the agenda and things around us. And not just politically, but I mean, in our neighborhoods, in our families, like we begin to see how the enemy is trying to gain access, how the enemy and, and see areas in our home and in our life that the enemy has gained access. And if he has, if you start to see things in your life, you can renounce that in Jesus name. You can renounce that in Jesus name and, and, um, and God is there for you. Jesus is there for you. Um, and 
Jesus has authority over that. You know, I mean, the, the first thing to do, um, you know, if you are not a believer is become a believer. But if you are a believer and you realize that, oh, you know, I have given access to a demonic spirit of lust because I've really been struggling with this lately, or I've given access to this, you can renounce it in Jesus' name. You renounce it and you um, ask God for forgiveness. You repent of that and you can renounce that and cast that off of your life. Uh, which we can do another podcast about that um, as well, if if that's you know something you guys are interested in. But let's just pray right now for discernment of the spirit during this time. Discernment of the spirit, discernment um, that the Holy Spirit begins to show us, soften our hearts, and show us things that we've never seen before. And um, and here's what I will say. The more you fill yourself with God, the more you're going to recognize not only the light, but the darkness. Okay, when the more, the more you are, um, you fill yourself with God, you begin to love Him, love who He is, love the light. So whenever you encounter darkness, it's, it's repulsive. You're like, ooh, I just, I don't even want to be around that. And, but if you constantly fill your home you know, if you're constantly filling your mind, filling your soul, filling your eyes with garbage, like there's a lot of believers that, that, you know, and I've even, I have to hold myself accountable to this, y'all, that will watch filth and listen to filth and, and fill their, so then they fill themselves with all of this stuff and then they turn around and they're like, well, I don't, I don't have discernment out this. Well, well, how can you discern evil if you're constantly inviting evil into your home? If you've become friends with evil, how are you going to then spot it as evil and spot it as something that's not of God? You know, you can't invite all of the world into your heart and your eyes and your mind and then turn around and want to be able to know, you know, what's evil and what's not can't be in bed with evil but then call evil evil if that makes sense so protecting your eyes protecting your ears you know and that means pay attention to what you watch pay attention to what you listen to Um, pay attention to the people that you attach yourself to in life because you will become like the people you surround yourself with attach yourself with people to people that are godly Um, being connected to the body of Christ. So these things can help as well. Um, Staying in the word, praying, uh, you know, just remembering to to spend time with the Lord. So, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and just lead us in a time of prayer and um, and just uh, pray. That's one thing we're going to focus on today. Again, is just discernment, praying for discernment. The, in this coming month and that I'm going to pray for you, for myself, for my family, that God will open our eyes to things we've never seen before. Father God, I worship you and I absolutely adore you. God, there is no one that is greater than you. I'm so thankful, God, that Satan could not dethrone you and that he can never dethrone you, that he tried, he rebelled, he tried, and he failed miserably. And I'm so thankful that the enemy is under my feet today, that the enemy is under the feet of your children. I thank you that Jesus is worthy and that he's high and lifted up and he's exalted to the highest heavens. And I thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit, who is so precious, who is powerful, who is our guide, our compass, our warning system, God, Um, that, that 
our teacher, um, and our warning system that can let us know when we're in the presence of the enemy and let us know um, and see, just like in war, the strategy of the enemy, even uh, behind the scenes and what's going on. And Lord, I pray that everyone listening to this, God, everyone um, and, and, uh, for me and my husband, God, for, for people, even for, for people in my workplace, God, for that you would give us discernment, Lord. We ask for discernment from the Holy Spirit, discernment and wisdom, God, to see the plan of the enemy, to see the strategy of the enemy. Open our eyes to things that we've never seen before. Open our, do not let our, our hearts or our spirits grow cold. Uh, let us be let us be drawn to the presence of the Holy Spirit. Be drawn to you, God. Be drawn to you, Jesus. Be drawn to the light. May we be lovers of the light and haters of darkness. So much so that we can tell when darkness enters a room. We can tell when there is a demonic influence that has to be cast out and cast off. That we sense strongholds. That we sense um, anything that, that needs to be addressed, God. And, uh, and I pray that you will open the eyes, God, open the eyes of people in, in my, my hometown, my neighborhood, in um, where we live, God, that people will begin to see things they've never seen before, that they will be able to see and recognize evil for what it is, that they will be able to open their eyes and see, huh, maybe I shouldn't do this, maybe I shouldn't read this, maybe I shouldn't watch this, maybe I shouldn't listen to this, that they will see, God, they will see spiritually, Father God, what... Um, what is of you and what is not of you. Lord, I, I pray, God, that you would continue to grow us in this area, teach us in this area, Father, that um, that we would be people who are sensitive. Our spirits are sensitive to you, that we can tell when you are there. God, we can tell um, when, when you are in something um, as far as, um, you know, in, uh, in, in a gathering. Because it says, God, as believers, we carry your Holy Spirit. We don't have to call you to come down from above. We carry you with us. So we carry your spirit wherever you are. And, uh, and God, you know, you are moving and you are working, Lord. And I pray that we would sense that. But that we would also sense when the enemy is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. And that we would shut it down and shut him down. And, God, I, I thank you that he is under our feet that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places, God, that all authority has been given to Christ and that because we are seated with Christ, we also have the authority over the enemy. And I'm so thankful for uh, the blood of Jesus. I'm so thankful for your spirit, for the kingdom. And I'm thank you for the opportunity, God, that we have to shut down the enemy. That the enemy has no power over us unless we give it to him. He has no authority over us unless we give it to him. God, we we have we control the door, God of access that we give him, and we and I declare that we give him no access in Jesus' name, Lord. I pray, Father God, that that um, especially coming up in this month, uh, this coming month where people celebrate Halloween, God, that people would shut the door of their hearts, shut their eyes, God to the access from the enemy, God. They would not allow the enemy in their homes, that it would be repulsive to them, God. That that people would not find it fun to dress up as witches or demons or serial killers or or that people would not take joy or delight in these things, God, but that it would be repulsive to them. That it would turn them off. That they would realize and understand the the uh, crafty agenda you have behind that to gain access to them, to impart uh, spirits of fear, depression, or, 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 you know, all kinds of strife, um, all kinds of things. 
Lord, and um, I thank you, God, for the authority that we have, and I thank you, God, that you are that you have answered, Father God, that you've given us greater discernment of your Spirit, God, greater discernment to see, Father God, to see the world around us in the Spirit, not in the natural, but in the Spirit. Father God, thank you for that. Thank you for we receive it in Jesus' name. We receive it in Jesus' name, and I pray, Father God, that people around me that have never seen the wicked agenda. God of the enemy that their eyes would be opened even if just for a short period that their eyes would be opened for them to see the agenda of the enemy God so that they could say I'm going to protect myself and my household and I'm not giving this access and I'm shutting the door I'm not allowing Satan in my home or in my life in Jesus name we give you glory and honor for your spirit God for your word that is truth that your word is absolute truth that it's it's truth that I base my life on that I base that I'm grounded upon that it's not your truth his truth their truth it is the truth hallelujah and I, I praise you for it God for the just the sword of the spirit for the truth of your word God and and that it is it is the foundation upon which I build my house and upon which we stand on Lord and I, I glorify you and I thank you you for that um i give you honor and just i give you honor and um pray that that and i dedicate this day and every day to you lord and um i love you and thank you for loving me and loving your children god in jesus name and loving the world that you died for us in jesus name amen all right so that goes to our second day of prayer and um i believe it's our second day of prayer and so all right guys i hope you guys have a great day and i will see you uh at the in the next time about uh, two whoa my words i will see you guys later with another podcast of prayer coming up soon all right talk to you guys later